Yeah. Okay. So there's like year end shit I want to do on this podcast for today as well. And, and we'll get to that. But my nigga, Oda, I promise you, I promise you, I don't think we're going to another chapter this year. We're not. Yeah. We're not, no. I promise you, you did not just give me a whole arc full of dragons that are dinosaurs to tell me this nigga has a fish fish. (laughs) I told told you, fam. What did I say he had? I told him. I told you he ate the dinosaur dinosaur fruit. (laughs) Nigga, it's a fish fish. Are you telling me there weren't dinosaur fish? The homie, homie has a legendary fish fish model. The fuck? Okay. All what? Right, hear me out. Dude, what? So I Google. So I went. Okay. This is this is. I read that last week, and I went. Well, one, I read it early because I like went. Uh, it was on Instagram, and I saw a pretty realistic version of Zoro fighting. Uh. Uh, like half dragon, half Kaido, like man beast form uh-huh. and i was like oh fuck like that's happening in 999 oh, all right and so like i was like that's a big spoiler i'm just gonna start reading it obviously it was fake but yes. i got to the end and my immediate thought was is is there some thing where the fish it can like meta like turn into like other animals like um, hold on i went down this big rabbit hole and in chinese mythology yeah yeah fam that's where i went actually can you think of an instance in your anime knowledge where a fish turns into a dragon at all can you think of one where a fish turns into a dragon. Yeah. And I about, we, sl- I about slapped myself when I, like, figured it out. Like, are we, taking, are we citing like, a very specific it, example or just a fish? In all, of, in all of anime. Oh, you froze. In all of anime, can you think of a fish that turns into kind of a dragon-like sea monster-esque thing? Gosh, I sh- I am I. I feel like I'm supposed to. <laughs> a fish that turned into a dragon-like thing. You you're you're gonna here. you're gonna be so mad when you uh. Me. Give me give me you. a give me a clue about the show that it's in. Let's see if let's see if I can test my anime brain here. Uh, like a clue that's kind of vague but could kind of relate. Well, the fish kind of splashes around a lot. Homie, don't tell me Kaido's magic heart. Don't. I'm not here for that. I'm not. I'm not here for that. If okay, you tell me Kaido's magic heart, hold on. Hold on. So, I after I so in Chinese mythology, there's a story of like these carps, uh, that have this competition every year where they swim up a waterfall, and when they get to the top of the waterfall, they turn into a dragon. So my theory is Kaido being able to turn into a dragon is kind of like his awakening. <laughs> he also can swim. <laughs> so that would be nuts. If That's Kaido what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part would be nuts. Like, 
part of like the the fish fish fruit is being able to turn into something that can swim which is a really big deal but when you hit like the awakening aspect of it that specific fruit turns you into a dragon I mean, I'll be pissed if Kaido's Magikarp. I'm not gonna lie, bro. To you. He's fucking Magikarp. I I, be, I lost my. Sh- I like read that little piece and I went, "Oh, that's so interesting." And then I went, "No, <laughs> no." <laughs> so, so we have a lot. We have a lot to unpack here, by the way. So I'm not. Kaido I'm not gonna is leave. Gyarados. Just remember that Kaido is. I- Kaido is Gyarados, and I'm all for it. <laughs> by, by the way, as always, and it shit ain't changing. Last episode of the year, um, I'm not going in order here. I'm very, I'm very stuck on this page. So we got, a, we got a lot of confirmation, and obviously, we spend, and I enjoy it the most. I think out of everything doing this podcast is we give a bunch of theories because Oda does have some like mind fucking um, inception third eye wielding theories that are like oh my gosh what kind of genius or how many drugs do you have to take to figure that out and then he has stuff that is so simple stupid because everything else is complex you're like wow that's brilliant because it's simple odin being like the second division commander and then ace getting that um the revelation of how that interaction played we thought of a whole bunch of things and we went to like level nine how deep is this we didn't even think about odin and it was like that was it it was simple as like it was so yeah simple. no odin no was sh- second now you second well we were also like we said it i remember this line we said this in the last podcast oh did kaido kill anyone on whitebeard's crew that we don't know of and we went oh he must have been on the crew and he did something. No, he of course he fucking killed someone on Whitebeard's crew. He killed Odin, <laughs> which is because int- now that no shit. <laughs> t- t- hold that thought for one second because that's a very important thing because that is now. And like I said, this is really simple, but I don't think Oda realized like the fucking shitstorm in my brain that he un- that he unlocked <laughs> with the scent with acknowledging Odin. Because because here's, here's the problem. We don't really acknowledge Odin as a crew member to anyone because he kind of went hopping around. He sailed with Roger. He sailed with Whitebeard. He was with yeah. himself and his samurai. Like, so he doesn't have, like, he's like a, a, a football player who signs and he ends up playing for, like, four or five teams. Yeah, you could fuck with that dude, but if he's on four or five teams, you don't dignify or, or you don't um, signify him with that team, right? And that's kind yeah. of Odin feels with me. Um, but – we also, in that same last page where we get the quote-unquote fish-fish-fruit, which is what Kaido has, or the legendary model fish-fish-fruit, which legendary dragon... Mythological. Oh, no, it's legendary model. Okay. Yeah. Which dragons are dinosaurs and fishes are dragons. And, and I'm not revisiting that little circle of hell that we went through last week. Are you kidding me? We were right. We totally nailed it. He did not have... He does not have a dragon-dragon fruit. <laughs> we were 100 which means right. dragon still could which is all, see 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 we also got though and this is a very big one and this is this is very fitting that we got this at the end of this year because i think this is one one of our most talked about lines um they did they proved what happened but they debunked one of your theories which is big mom did not give life to kaido but she did give him the fruit that made him the strongest yeah. man in the world, which is the debt that is owed. Um, 
which I also like because it kind of also establishes when Rock fell, Kaida was the weakest of the big three. Big Mom and, and Whitebeard were clearly above him. But he was still on one of the most powerful fucking crews. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, these like were he, was still a, he was still a monster, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He just wasn't as monsterish as Whitebeard and Big Mom at the time. Yeah. And so Big Mom, who is, while she is extremely strong, she's obvious, she is one of the more, her and Blackbeard do more thinking and more cunning stuff amongst emperors. Um, and so she looked at it as like, all right, I know I can't beat Whitebeard because I've literally seen Homie since he was like 17, 18 years old, which I also need to figure out. I, I, I need, and Oda hasn't butchered this. It's just a lot of mystery to it as I, I need some ages and timeline to pop out because I'm trying yeah. to figure out when Whitebeard left the crew or when Rock died to when Whitebeard went on his own, which I think wasn't immediate to starting to gather his crew members because it'd have to be a little later in life, because Marco doesn't jump off the board as, like, being in his 40s or 50s, and... Well, Marco... Marco was a kid when he's... He was basically... He's, like, the same age as Shanks, because he's, like, a little kid when they White meet. Be- yeah. It's- when Whitebeard and Roger meet, which I think is really interesting to have your first division commander be a kid. Well, if he's got the Phoenix fruit as a kid, it's... I get it. Yeah, um, it's a pretty good fucking fruit. <laughs> yeah. But that, and like I say, this isn't me questioning Oda. This is just I can't make some theories or statements until I have a better idea of how old they were at the time Rock died and when they went on their own and what the immediate aftermath was. Yeah. Um, but so Big Mom gives Kaido this fruit and essentially this fruit, while I think she's taking the calculated risk of, oh, you owe me one. She also now realizes, oh, shit, I lose to both of them. Like, Whitebeard was already stronger than me, and now I just gave this fool a fruit that makes him stronger than me. So, but she's banking on, okay, you owe me one, so you won't come fuck with me. I'm strong enough to hold my own, and when I need to make a power play, you're my power play, which is a really strong fucking power play. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, dude, how do you – I wonder if she has the power to take away a devil fruit. Well, see, here's where it gets interesting. Because now we have to ask. So there's two 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 major things, and I want to I want to say this slowly because my brain hasn't fully comprehended them yet. Yeah, you just read it. No, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, that's not fair. But as, this is like the first part to my head. Right? Is a there now has to be a Kaido Whitebeard fight that happened at some point, or I can't take Whitebeard seriously because Whitebeard lost a crew member the same way. Essentially we have to assume ACE, which is Odin went out on his own and Odin did not listen to Whitebeard who said, Hey, I get it. You're mad, but Kaido's a little different and he still went after him and yeah. he died. So, so Whitebeard has to have fought Kaido at some point. Otherwise I lose all you, you kind of, not dismantle, but you break one of the main rules of Whitebeard, which is you don't fuck with his crew. And that's such a big part of his character that that fight has to be established at some point. Yes. And second one is we now have the second person who moves fruit around. Blackbeard does it. And now Big Mom does it. Now, we don't know exactly how Big Mom did it. We don't know if this was as – because. And like I said, this is without going to level nine on theories, 
it could have been as simple as she just had the fruit. There was obviously a book or knowledge going around about the fruits, about what certain ones look like. And she said, hey, I have this one. You want it. But if I give it to you, you owe me. Um, or it could be through her power. We don't know that yet. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense that she'd be able to, like, take away devil fruits, right? Like, because they, they mentioned that it's like there's a little devil soul in all the fruit. So when you eat it, you're ingesting the devil's soul, and that's why you have power. But we have, we'd have to clarify, because now if that's the way we're going, and I don't disagree with it, but now when we get the full explanation of devil fruits, there has to be a difference in what Blackbeard does and what Big Mom does, if they're both able to do it. And if yeah, Blackbeard has I, a weapon, if he's got yeah. an actual fucking um, devil fruit knife that he can scalp it out of you, essentially, that also has to be established. How are we, like, is it a physical, a spiritual, and a, um, what's the other, what's the third one? Um, I went to church for years, I should know this. Physical, spiritual, and the soul, no, the soul would be a spiritual. There's a third form I can't think of at the moment, but there should, there's a three ways to interact Talk, with the devil fruit, essentially. I would say the Holy Trinity? It's something like that, but it's like Father, a, Son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but they're like, yes, but when they're, um, it's the the body, the body, mind, and soul aspect. Yeah, there we there go. You go. So it's what would be the third one with the devil fruit? Okay, if Blackbeard is can physically take it, right? You can physically take it out of your body, suck it out. And Big Mom is the soul taking the soul, transferring from one person to another. Um, Oda does a lot of mythology, not just in one form, but he, he goes yeah. all around the world. So I would assume that there is a third way to interact with the devil fruit. And maybe that's the knife. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that'd be interesting. How, how Kaido Whitebeard did not, that might've. But that could enough, also like, it could be one of those things that took place after well, it took, I feel like it took place after the rock stuff. So, like, Kaido gets his ass kicked at, you know, uh, God, at God Valley and mm-hmm. goes to Big Mom and goes, hey, I need to get more – I need more strength. I need to be able to beat Roger, you know, because I'm guessing Roger probably fucked him up. Yeah, um, Roger and Garp. Yeah. Um, confirmation we get Garp back at some point in time because yeah. Garp is way too fucking important Oda damn it I need this yeah <laughs> this is my Garp arc well, well here okay yeah so this is this would actually kind of make sense uh R- Roger probably dumpstered Kaido at hmm. God Valley I agree um and then at some point he goes after Whitebeard and Whitebeard dumps him dumpsters them basically i can see it uh and that kind of ties in with when he jumps off the cloud when we first meet kaido mm-hmm. and he comes out of the ground and he's like roger uh Whitebeard, you got why'd you guys die <laughs> you guys just had to die like yeah because i think i think Whitebeard beat the shit out of him i like the garp beat the shadow too because a that means garp is not only a hero <laughs> because he literally beat the world's strongest man when that was a solo title he also had a part in dumpstering the three of the four current emperors hey 
There's a not dumpstered me- white beard, but no, yeah. you had to have dumpstered white beard because all they had to all go down that day. Yeah, he fucked them all up. No, like- I I think um I think Roger went to that island to rescue Garp. That's what I think happened. I don't know if that's a rescue. Is that a rescue or is that a Well, I think I think Garp was in over his head and Roger came in and helped him. Okay. Like I don't I don't I, I don't think it, they teamed up and showed up together. I think Garp was there and Roger came to rescue Garp. I so I don't think rescue I in my in my head um because there was more people there I think than just um Garp right? Whatever mm. ship Garp was on, I'm going to imagine Aokiji was there because when we get the uh, episode zero flashback, it shows like where the then vice admirals, like who they were close to. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to presume Aokiji was there. I'm going to presume Sengoku and Suru were there because they always kind of traveled together. But Garp was in charge of that mission because Garp was the person at that point in their life. They're like, yeah, you're going to be the next fleet admiral because you're the strongest one here. And this is how it goes. And Garp obviously turned that down. Hold on. What if Garp had a fruit and big mom took the fruit from him and that, that, that would, that would show that like he was getting fucked up because at some point, uh, Lin came in and like, stole the fruit or like ripped the fruit out of them like spiritually so at some point at one point garp did have a double fruit like what if i my my only issue with that and my mom's i'm not i'm not one to jump there yet is because a i just don't know enough about fruits to say like <laughs> i know we're also assuming that she has that ability yeah and Two, I love and I've been a huge fan of the fact Garp and Roger, because now I'm convinced if I'm doing an all-time One Piece power scale, I'm probably putting Rock at one with the current information we have now. Like, I I don't know how the fuck you're supposed to judge. Um, um, what's our homegirl? Literally the fucking weapon. I don't know how you would judge her yeah. um, as far as power scale. She can she literally gets together with two of the things and ends the world. So it's kind of hard to say, like, ah, bitch, you're, like, the third strongest, fourth strongest. But I'm going off people. I have Rock 1, and then I have, I have Garp and Roger tied for 2 um, in their prime, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Garp, obviously, with the retirement, um, he had so much to his character, too. Because that means literally – I'm going to assume that if – and I wish I had a little bit of a timeline that the fight between Kaido and Whitebeard that would have happened post Odin's death is what initiated the new structure of the Marines. Mm-hmm. We've always said that, and this is on vague information, obviously that it gives us, we've always said, all right, they established the three admirals and the new setup at the start of the pirate era because the pirate era was crazy. Once it kicked off, what if the three admirals were already technically there? Like, and it could, and it didn't have to be Garp because Garp obviously turned down being an admiral. But at this point in time, Sengoku's an admiral, Suru's an admiral, 
we'll probably get a flashback to the third one was, and then whoever was the fleet admiral at that time, whether that was Kong or not, who the fuck knows? Just had a, another theory. What if Garp had the fish fish fruit and that got sucked out of him uh, and then eventually given to Kaido? But we don't know. Does Suru have a fruit? Yes, she literally turns people into fucking clothes. Into laundry, right? Yes. I don't know what that's called, but it was effective as hell. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe, hold on. Let me, let me see. Um, Because Sengoku also has a mythical fruit. Yes, the Buddha. The Buddha. So the Buddha, the dragon, and then Suru, Suru might have something. Um, but we don't know. Hold on. Let me see if they like, I don't even think she gets a lot. Homie, Suru is just this thing that exists. Yeah. Like, like we don't know anything about her. She don't really talk except the fact that she said she hates people under the age of 120. Like, uh, she doesn't have a, she, she has the wash, wash fruit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like, She's a laundry human. Yeah, okay, and never mind. I'll I'll scrap my theory because I was like, what if she has like a legendary fruit too, That'd a mythical, be. and so like they, they had the three mythics, and then Garp lost his. Well, so my my and, and once again, I'm not trying, not trying to shit on it is to me that's always kind of the cool thing about them looking at their group is the fact of even though Sengoku made it to Fleet Admiral, Sengoku was definitely the bitch of that group because. Yeah. Suru has a so-so fruit. Garp has no fruit. And this nigga had to get a legendary to, like, compete. Yeah, he got God. <laughs> so, I could turn into God. Wow. Okay, cool. It's, it's like, I, I guess you fleet Admiral now. Like, let's roll with it. Um. So, but, um. yeah, so the Kaido-Whitebeard fight, because at this point in time, because how old was, how old did they tell us Whitebeard was when he met Odin? I think they actually age drop him during that, like when they first collide. Um, how old was Kaido when he met Odin? No, how old was Whitebeard when he met Odin? When they first scrapped. Uh, I think they age drop it. I could be wrong. Or they tell us it was how many years ago. It tells you how many years ago, and you can guess how, from, because you know how old he is when he dies. 72 in death. I, was, I'm, I'm, I might be wrong on that one. I always get him and Jiraiya fucked up. Jiraiya was 72 when he died. <laughs> Jiraiya was 72 throwing hands. Uh, hold on, let's see. This It looks like 44 is the number I keep seeing. Okay, so 44 when he's fighting him, okay? So let's presume that we always, one piece is always looked at in terms of like there's literally pirate era and then pre-pirate era. Let's say there is an era of once Garp and Roger take out Rock, presumably the headlines the world's going to know is Garp, legendary Marine Garp defeats Rock Pirates. They're not going to highlight Roger. So that creates an era of quote-unquote peace. And the fallout from this peace for however many years um, because now the Navy has the power play of the strongest guy in the world's on our side. Don't fuck with us. Um, Whitebeard and Kaido getting together to fight because they're probably pretty low key at this time. Whitebeard just kind of naturally low key. Kaido's chilling in Wano. 
um, Big Mom is off to whatever the hell she's doing at this point in time. Yeah. That them, those two fighting then force the Navy to go, ah, fuck, here we go again. Like, yeah. these are Rock's kids. They're way too fucking strong. What do we do? We need to establish a force against them. Um, man, look, it's like, I want to, I want, I want to see a Kaido Whitebeard fight. I'm now very curious to see. I never thought I wanted Roger backstory. Yeah, I really do. I like, there's just so much because he has that Luffy aspect of where it's like, I don't know if the character Roger is that interesting but everything that popped off around him is insane. Like, I, Oh yeah. Like I, is it, I, I would love to see everything in one piece. I, I do too, but I don't think we're going to get it. Unless uh, Oda's Marco's, down to literally do another 500 chapters. I don't think we get everything. Marco's age. He is 45 years old now. Yeah. Damn. So he would have been 43 at the time. Whitebeard died. Yeah, he was like twenty something. Twenty something when they when met he, Odin. When he met Odin, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. That's pretty that actually he scales got, pretty nice. Yeah, Whitebeard probably got he probably was on the crew for at that point in time. Cause what that puts Whitebeard at fifty something. At the Whitebeard time of Odin, was, was forty forty something. Forty forty something at the time of Odin. Which means by the time he's with Rock, which is about twenty years prior, he's in his twenties. Okay, that makes sense. Which is pretty terrifying to think about. I mean, Luffy's what nineteen? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's pretty fucking. Every everyone in the One Piece universe is a monster. It's like once you hit adulthood, it's like that's it. Like there is no training to like achieve your yeah. prime. Like you're an adult, dog. You can fight. You either go fight out of you a bitch or not. They talk about that shit in Naruto. Like, oh, you have to be 13 to throw hands. Nah, <laughs> not in One Piece. That's a fact. Um, what was I about to say? Is no, I, I loved even in this chapter too. Um, speaking of the world being crazy around you, I loved that. And I think Oda was um, how? What's the nice way of saying it? Nice, the nice way of congratulating yourself. Uh-huh. What, 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 what would we call that? Just, just Oda was giving himself some flowers, right? Because uh, yeah, when, when he was ha- when the conversation between Yamato and uh, Momonosuke, which the Ace backstory was cool. If I know a second commander. There's about four chapters of they, they literally just redescribed Luffy to us. And they're like, oh, Luffy? You mean the guy that's this? And his dad's here? And, and it was a bunch of stuff where it's like, we already know this. But it was him just going, do y'all see the character I just made? Do you see the world that I have built for you ungrateful pricks? Anyway, 2020 was rough on all of us. You get chapter 1000 next year. Have fun. 2021. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to the new year, bitch. Oda just Oda just shitted on everybody. He was like, "Y'all do not understand the world and characters that I have made, and I'm gonna just you, you better appreciate me. I'm gonna remind you why you should appreciate me, and then we'll go on to the important stuff." Like, oh, it was so it was great. Um, That's the other thing too. Uh, Yamato can go head to head with Ace. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that though. I'm down with it. I'm down I, with well, it. Well, I don't it, know how strong means, Ace was. It means he ain't no bitch, you know? Well, he ain't no bitch, but how... 
here's the problem with Ace is because of the time period we saw Ace, Ace never Ace only was like scary impressive in Alabasta. We don't actually get to see another impressive Ace thing because he's not impressive at the war. He's yeah. already been out, he's already been eclipsed at the war. He's not impressive in the fight to Blackbeard. Like it's I mean he burns him a couple times and it's like I and Blackbeard then proceeds to beat his ass. I also don't think Ace was that strong. I that's I don't know how to feel I, about I him. I don't think Ace was that strong. Um, I think I think he. I, we're also talking the grand scheme of things. He wasn't that strong. Oh, correct. I of think course. I think he had a good fruit. That's. I think he knew how to use his good fruit, which arguably makes him strong. But he didn't have hockey. That we know. I, that we know of. I mean, I'm not about to read this backstory. I might have to read this backstory of Ace. Well, it's not even – well, he's got some form of Conqueror's hockey that's undeveloped, but it's, once again, what is Conqueror's hockey in the in the presence of Whitebeard when Whitebeard's – because at the war, no one – the only people that look impressive at the war, if we're just being honest here, is Whitebeard's scary. We get that. Yeah. Um, probably for us, we probably – we have cited this moment probably too many times – but if I'm doing five most impressive people, I'll even order this for you because I like lists, right? If I'm doing five most impressive <laughs> people at Marine Ford War, one is Whitebeard. Is that a fair spot for him? Wait, what was the question? Sorry. Five most impressive slash scary people at Marine Ford. Whitebeard, I'm putting one. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. fair. Okay. Number two, Luffy. and I'm only, I'm only doing this because I think he should be above my number three, but I'm not sure that he should be above my number three. And that's a kind because Akainu was kind of our first ruthless Marine Admiral that we get. And homie catches a lot of bodies at Marine Ford. His kill count was real high. Yeah. He like, he was killing his own people, though. That's, that's also true. His kill count was real high, and he was playing with friendly fire on. Number three <laughs> was Beckman. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't actually fight anyone, and I'm yeah. still not convinced he's not number two. Um, number four, and once again, this is all based off of what we got to see during Marine Ford. Um, number four, I'm going to go with Sengoku. Like, Garp would arguably be here because Garp did one-shot Marco. Yeah. Um, but Sengoku's, the, the, the revelation of his fruit and, like, the damage it could cause and just his presence, like, all right, you're number four. And then number five, I'm probably somewhere. This is like a Mihawk spot, or you could probably give it to Shanks. He ended the war, but he's kind of a Shanks is just kind of a cheat code. Um, so, but in that, the whole point of this is, I don't know what to think of Ace in terms of just pure power, and I don't know if I'm supposed to just translate my thoughts of him to Sabo and think, oh, this is what Ace would look like at this age with his fruit. I wonder if – because I my theory also is, like, Ace was fighting a really nerfed Yamato at the time. Because he, he, he has his the sea stone stuff. I wonder if – What's Yamato's fruit? Did we get that confirmed? No. We don't know. We don't even know if she has a fruit. He has a fruit. Excuse me. That's what I'm trying to th- – I was trying to think. I'm like, wait. I, it took me a second. I was like, does he have a fruit? And I'm just not remembering it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm assuming he does. Cause why else? Why would you put sea stone cuffs on him? Well, I, so 
I think it'd be really interesting if that's one of the ways Kaido got stronger was training with Seastone cuff or Seastone handcuffs on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if that's actually a training method for getting strength up, I which means y- Yamato now is a, a monster. monster. Yeah. yeah. That, that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like I, it, it's, and I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it's, it would take some really clever writing to make me still respect what Ace was at his time and to also still think of how strong I think Yamato could be now and to say they were going toe-for-toe back then. It's well, like, he, like, even Ace makes the comment, he's like, there's no way anyone as strong as you isn't a captain. Well, that's, but that's what I'm saying. But he didn't... But he, and that, that's coming from Ace, who was... Around Marco and Whitebeard. Well, yeah, Marco and Whitebeard. But also... Um, yeah, no, that's actually a perfect example. He's around Marco and Jozu, and he's like, there's no way you wouldn't be a captain. <laughs> that's, but that's the thing. It's like where – because Yamato was also – they both showed, like, a similar amount of, like, bruises and being fucked up from the fight. So do I just believe that Yamato just let Ace beat him up? And then he only – I, I figure – because technically Ace beat Jinbei. Which, that's even weird in hindsight. Well, no, I mean, Ace was pretty strong. I mean, Jinbei's fruit technically counteracts... Jinbei don't got a fruit. Or Jinbei's power, like, counteracts the fire. But, I mean, Ace is is supposed to be a monster. He is. He's second division commander. Yeah, he's supposed to be a monster. But even with that, Whitebeard... See, and here's, once again, context of how people speak about you. Whitebeard punched very, very angrily at Ace and said, "Why? Who the fuck are you that you think you could beat someone that even fucking Odin couldn't beat?" Yeah. So like, where this is where it gets. This is the part of backstory that gets really confusing, and especially the longer your story goes. And while Oda's done a fantastic job of like slowly moving us up this power scale, if you're going to have characters interact on the timeline from back then and now fuck you neji um my cat's just jumping on them fucking shit up say hi neji and then neji say hi hello neji watch out for sticks (laughs) fuck you um if you're gonna have characters interact on the timeline you gotta be very careful about it and because the only maybe this is the only other one quote me if i'm wrong outside of guys intentionally not fighting like, I'm not talking about Dodon beating the shit out of Garp. The only interaction we have of characters on different ends of the timeline fighting is Smoker and Doflamingo, and Smoker gets fucking stomped. It's not a fight. He, he's, yeah. He loses. So it's it's hard to – if and Smoker loses so much during the G6 arc, or G6 – I don't know if you want to call it G6 arc, but so much during that introduction of them that it's like, oh, yeah, that's the difference between the New World and where Smoker was at. So how am I supposed to then think that Yamato's only a New World character and Ace lost prior to the New World to a lesser Blackbeard than we, than we even have now? Do we think Ace had hockey at the well, Ace, Ace In the flashback, Ace has hockey. Ace has Conqueror's hockey as a kid. Yeah, no, no, no. But do you think he developed armament? That armament? I have no idea. 
that I've that we don't get a chance to see it. Um, Cause like we we can, there's also bits where who does he fight in Alabasta? He fights someone. Smoker. And they're and they're okay. So that would be my only. But no. Okay, there you go. Ah, uh, see, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say I'm gonna sound like a hater. Because you That's can't, it. you can't, you can't tell me the fight between Smoker and Ace went the way that it did. Which, and I don't think Ace went all out. I think Ace was intentionally just stalling Smoker. Yeah. But even then, to have that fight look like that, and that is a fight that takes place after Ace and Yamato, and Yamato is a, a little bit stronger than Smoker, just a little bit. Yeah, it, it means that Ace didn't give a shit about that fight. And he was like, I'll just stall him. Because he was like, I can, it, it's the same idea where uh, the Mountain Bandits got the jump on Shanks when they stole. He like, he like throws a smoke bomb and then takes Luffy. Mm. <laughs> and Shanks is like, oh, shit, I wasn't paying attention. Where'd he go? <laughs> like, and I'm like, wait, it's Shanks. It, it, that, no, that's Trer. It's um it'd be uh, he would so have to i really i figure i figure that's the one thing i enjoy about one piece like the characters like as strong as they are oh they, they fight down oh yeah yeah they fight down but they also like don't pay attention sometimes and like goofy what? like they go eh, okay we don't well, we're not that serious we're not that serious against smoker i think that's a great illustration of um what you like that's legitimately feels like being a pirate or being someone who is a lawbreaker essentially right like if you know yeah. people want you dead you're trying to create a a small nest or crew of people that you can trust so when shanks is around the guys he's around there's probably there's always someone on guard that he can be if he wants to go back home and be goofy and not like just not give a fuck he's like all right cool i got Yasup, I got Beckman, I got the fat dude with the meat, like Yeah, I'm it's just it's just Beckman. <laughs> it's like so I don't have I don't have to, there's always a watch guy, essentially, right? Yeah. Um so and because of the way I think hockey works, and I have no proof of this, is that I'm presuming it's a similar sense to um to pull off Dragon Ball Z when they sense energy, it's not a constant thing. But if something crosses your path or is close enough, it's kind of like a, oh, what the fuck is that? So yeah. I believe if, you're, if your observation hockey is that good, I don't think it has to be on all the time, um, even though we get an illustration of Katakuri always using it. I think when you're that strong and your observation hockey is that good, you could just kind of go to a certain part of the sea and be like, oh, shit, there's something probably crazy over there. Or, oh, shit, um, there's this, you know, something feels like it's coming closer. Oh, look, it's Kaido in the sky. Yeah. Um, Here, here's another interesting thing. Uh, Yamato hurt Ace. Oh, Yamato's got hockey. I don't doubt that. Oh, Yamato has hockey. Yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt that. But that's that's the thing. Where Yamato is in the story, like this would be a way different conversation if Ace was still alive, because we would have gotten to see Ace progress, and it'd be much easier to confirm a lot of the things he did back then. Because once again. Ace has no winning. Yeah, Ace doesn't win a fight. Yeah. Ace stalls Smoker, loses the Blackbeard. 
like like we have no we have no fi- victory race. So I can't even compare him to other characters where it's like, fuck, like would he win? I think he would because he does have a crazy fruit and he was with Whitebeard. I'm sorry, there's another loss. He lost to Whitebeard. Not that that's a bad loss, but yeah, like, okay, so that, <laughs> that that's a good way of telling you he's not. He's not a bitch. He's but, not a. He's not an emperor. Absolutely, <laughs> we know yeah. he's not that strong. Absolutely. So it's like, but where am I? But we know he was the the best uh, in his generation. We but what's that. his generation? Who the fuck's in his generation? I don't know, dude. I haven't read the backstory. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, who the fuck is in Ace's generation? Like, it's a big difference when, you know, like, as you learn about more characters, that's what makes characters look more impressive. Roger looks more impressive because we're seeing people that existed at the same time as him. And it's like, oh, fuck. You're like, you were on top of that guy? How? And so when Ace has no context to people in his generation, he has no winning fight. Like, where do you, how do you rank him? Outside of, yeah. unless you're only using the context of he has a good fruit and he's second division commander. And he might not have been second division commander strictly off strength. He, with that, that altercation between him and Whitebeard, Whitebeard might have just saw something that makes him go, oh, you remind me of Odin. You're going to be my new second division commander. Yeah. So it's like, like, we know Odin's a monster, and Odin doesn't technically have a, a, a fight one either for anyone that's listening is going to be like, oh, well, Odin didn't win shit. But <laughs> the way Odin interacted with other high-level and high-strong people is different than the way Ace interacted with them. Like, Whitebeard shit-stomped Ace, as he should have. He did not shit-stomp Odin. So, it, it's, it's hard to get these people on this massive timeline when they're fighting at different points. Like, like, we think Crocodile is a cool character. And we think Crocodile could fight in the New World. But yeah. Crocodile would have to have an insane power-up from the last time we saw him, which is only viable because we haven't seen him in years. The Crocodile yeah. that fought in Alabasta could not fight in the New World. He'd get shit-stopped. Yeah, but we're also thinking that he has, like, some form of awakening. I mean, he That's, also... he was. He lost to Luffy with no hockey. Yeah, but that's only because Luffy like figured out how to beat him. But but that's the thing. But that Luffy that beat him couldn't fight in the New World either. Yeah. So it's like th- this is the thing when, like I said, if you're going to go and bring these characters out from different time periods, like, and, and it works, it works the same in real life. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a badass. I'm not the world's best fighter. But let me get let me get a Glock and put me against some dumb motherfucker from 1712. <laughs> I bet you I win. I guarantee. I fucking guarantee. You, I'm gonna be thrown into slavery right after it. But like, I guarantee oh, yeah, you, I'm gonna win. You're going down, friend. So it's like you just you just can't do it. Um, I am also very interested now because. The forgotten part of One Piece is is One Piece, <laughs> and what? Wait, what's that? <laughs> what's that? We now have, um, and I think this was interesting too. Um, that Big Mom. Now this isn't a surprise, um, but she was breeding kids to do certain things. This is why Homegirl with a third eye. She was like, yeah, that I, that, at least with the context clues, that's supposed to be able to read poneglyphs. 
Yeah. And Big Mom is now just fed up with it. She's like, I got a bunch of kids. None of them fucking figured it out. This bitch with a third eye just looks stupid. She wants to get married, <laughs> and then she don't. And so, She wants to get married, but she a bitch. Yeah. She's like, so I just need Nico Robin alive, which I yeah. love because that's, that is – and I hate to say this. I like Robin. But that is Robin's, like, only relevancy to the story right now is that she can read Poneglyphs. And while that is yeah. a very big thing – she is she is turning into the most underutilized character in the crew, and I yeah. think the character I care about the least because that's her only attachment. Yeah, but I feel like that. I feel like in the next arc, when they do start talking more about the Void Century and oh, she'll be huge. Glyphs, oh, she's huge. It's yeah. it's like with Brooke in Whole Cake. Like Brooke was such a background character, and then he. MVP's whole cake island, and then you get into Wano, and you're like, okay, I, I fuck, bro, fuck okay. Yeah. It, it, like Usopp is a background character, yeah. Until Dressrosa, when he's able to, you know, activate hockey and shoot a bullet across an entire island. No, no, absolutely, and I'm not, and I'm not taking away from none of that. I think the only reason why Robin I feel a little bit differently with is. We've gotten the, well, essentially, Sanji, we ended up going through round two of, but we thought we got, like, the background and back, and the main character backstory of all of them. Yeah. And Robbins is such an impactful one at the time, it's hard to think that, oh, after seeing this, I would ever lose interest in this character. Like, this character is, she's how, she shows you how the world's fucked up, like, the tragedy, everything that goes on with her. It's like, oh, my gosh. And you get the real time with her, having to save her. Water, she's a part of Water 7, which is one, it's still one of the best arcs. And it's like. Now what? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, how do you, and obviously, like, you know, One Piece is so long that, Yes, you probably have to remind everybody every now and again about, oh, yeah, this is why this character is super important. But it's crazy. Like, I still love Chopper. And Chopper's backstory wasn't as impactful. Like, it was sad, but it wasn't as impactful as Robin's. He's, yeah. not, he's not as meaningful to the world as Robin. And I still care about him. And he gets backgrounded a lot. But I still think about Chopper, whereas, homie, if you told me Robin, like, like I, Oda has to draw her for me to remember, like, she's there. Yeah, I, I and, get your point. I, I feel like it just depends on the arc. Um, I I think she'll just be a I think she will be a huge character when they start going into the Boyd century because that is very much who her character is. Absolutely, it's figuring out all of that and like she might even be huge in this arc where they start gunning for her because she can read road poneglyphs because like that's really really valuable. Oh, absolutely. That's so valuable. Um, I feel like Frankie disappears in the background all the time, too. He yes. hasn't really he hasn't really had a chance to shine. Absolutely. You know? Like, he, he gets background moments, too, which sucks. Like, the fight against the fucking, like, uh, the, the pacifier dude from Jess Rosa? Yeah. It's cool as fuck. And when It's you're really cool to watch. It's one of the only fights worth watching in Dress Rosa. Yeah. So, animated? Like, it's yeah, actually... Because it, 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 it's very um, Yu Yu Hakusho, where they just, like, fucking just beat the fuck hands. out of each other. Yeah. yeah. And it's super dope. But even that moment, because of – that's, like, the last side fight before you get to La and Luffy and Doflamingo. It's like, fuck, man, this is at the wrong spot. Like, this would be cool to start – I'm sorry. 
it's that, and then um, Zoro and Pika obviously is coinciding at the same time with um, Luffy and Doflamingo for well for about five minutes, and then Zoro just cuts them out. But it's the but uh, to, to my original point before I, I don't want to shit on Robin. Um, I love all the characters. Just certain characters, I just I love less. It happens. Um, that will phase I've... back into reality here shortly. There we there go. We go. Um, is the um, so obviously so Big Mom and Kaido want the Poneglyph, and this is now Big Mom is asking him like, "Hey, I gave you the fruit. You owe me one. I need Nico Robin alive. Where's your road Poneglyph? Like, I'm trying to make moves now." Um, and I'm curious because we've we've kept talking about the last month or two months of how these fights are going to go around. Is we? I don't think we ever introduced the idea of Kaido just running at the Straw Hats because if Big Mom's play is kill all of them, but Nico Robin, this now gives a reason for Kaido. Yeah. Also, the samurai are. I don't know if they're oh, dead. They're, they're they're fucked up. They're they're fucked up. But like Big Mom's like, yeah, kill him. And Kaido just didn't kill him. I I don't know what. One dude got set on fire, and Kaido has eviscerated everybody he's seen. And yet, so this this is this is the problem in terms of like writing a story for Shonen Jump which has a certain agenda and a certain image they I want to perceive. No, though. Like, they seem – like, there's no mention of them. No, Big Mom says you can kill as many – I I think she has a line before she says um, – or is that just towards the straw? That might be that's just, just towards the straw That's hats. just towards the straw hats. Yeah, we don't okay. know anything with the samurai. I hope they're they're all dead. That'd be really cool. That's – but Kaido hasn't killed anyone, and that's the – other problem of like when you write for Shonen, and I don't know if he this killed is a Orochi, thing. maybe, maybe. I, I can't even say it's a Shonen Jump thing. Let me rephrase that because Shonen Jump kills people. Let me let me not say that as a Shonen thing. Oda does yeah. not kill people as a rule. Just he is very against it. Whether that is a purity thing inside his heart or a story purpose, I don't know anymore. But when you make a character as strong as Kaido, and he hasn't really killed anybody, I'm like. Because if, if none of the samurai are dead, I'm disappointed. Offer it. I'm, di- I'm, I'm disappointed as hell if Kaido just fucking knocked everybody out and killed no one. Like, that makes no sense for his character. Yeah. So, somebody's got to be dead. We also went a whole fucking chapter without Luffy being in there which props to One Piece for being at that place where you could just take your main character and say, fuck you, we don't need you right now, and just have a perfect – and an amazing chapter. Like, this is a fantastic oh, yeah. chapter. Yeah, Luffy, Luffy doesn't have to be in this to – like, there's so many characters. There are there are thousands of characters in this fucking – hundreds of characters. I don't even know. I'm also curious now, and I hope we get this flashback sooner rather than later. What if Big Mom – Man, man, I'm about to contradict what I just said earlier. What if they weren't there? There are 936 One Piece characters. Oh my gosh. If the wiki isn't missing anyone, there's exactly 936 characters. And at least 900 are important. 
That's really fucked up. Oh, you said it. Wait, what'd you say? I'm like, and at least 900 are important. And that's what's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Absalom's yeah. dead. He's no longer important. Um, but he was. He was. It was like, I don't know. I can't name a character where I'm like, oh, they have no relevance. As long as they're not, as long as the wiki's not counting like fucking some random villager in Chopper's Village who said a line once. Like, as no, long as they're not. It probably is. Yeah. If like, they're doing that, then I'll cut my number down, obviously. But if they're just doing like actual characters that have real dialogue, oh, they're all important. Yeah. But villager number two? No, you're not important. Go back to being villager number two. Fuck you. Um, I was gonna say, no. So, so Big Mom references, um, when that day that Rock fell, and we speculated that Kaido got shit on, which is why he wanted the fruit. Excuse me. What if? And here's the here's the real. What if those were hypothetically the only three Rock was nice to? Because we have Rock as his one chapter if he was an asshole. Like we don't even get. We don't the, know. Uh, we don't know who Rock was. Let's well, they, no, real. they cite him. They cite him as he was. He they cite. He's got one line, which is like he was merciless, or he was an asshole to essentially everybody. Like his crew was simply. It was a based on strength thing. It was not some compassionate thing. Yeah. So what if? Because um, obviously he knows he knows people are after him, and at this point, I'm presuming this is not the first time Garp or Roger have fought him or come after him. That he sends those three away specifically. Well, what if these are his three commanders? Well, they, they could be. But just because you're a commander doesn't I mean he has to be nice to you. I don't think Big Mom's as... I don't think Big Mom gives a fuck about Katakuri. <laughs> and she, he's number two. <laughs> like, we have no way... Like, there's nothing that says, like, oh, yeah, Big Mom's so nice to him. Like, this fool is just... All right, I guess you're strong enough. Fucking go do something. What are you um, talking about? Shiki was on his crew. You telling me Golden Lion Shiki wasn't top tier commander? Look, man, if we're doing the if we're ranking like characters here, Shiki's getting bodied by a lot of people on that crew. <laughs> one of uh one of uh Moria's zombies was a uh, was a former crew member of Rock. You can tell me he he's a Kill he's me. a piece of shit. Yes. Oh, I will. Who's that, Captain John or something? So, uh, fuck if I remember. That's one I of think the it's 36. Captain John. It's one of the 36. It's not important. Um, fucking, uh, I was about to say. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, no, but what if those, like, the three, like, he sent them away on the day that he knew he was going to fight Roger and, I don't know if I want that, though, actually. Let me take that back. Because, Cause I don't want it. I want rock to be the first person to go down fighting at full strength. I don't want there to be an asterisk next to it. I don't want there to be, Oh, well he had already fought this many times. He was sick, whatever. I get why Oda does it with everybody else because when you're riding for this long, it makes sense to do that with other people. But I want rock to just, I want him to be like full strength. He's not too old. And he just fights Roger and Garp, and the fight needs to be epic, and they just beat him. Like, I don't want there to be an asterisk next to that fight. I don't, re- I don't even need really story developing behind that fight, as long as the story – because the story for them could just be the result and outcome of it. It doesn't have to be inside the fight itself. Yeah. Because I – Rock is now, for me, where, like, 
and this could change, obviously. Whereas Roger, at one point, I was like, I don't really need a backstory. I kind of get enough from just everybody else that I don't need a direct Roger backstory. I don't need a direct Rock backstory because we're really late into it, essentially. And to think that I need a new Pirate King fleshed out, I don't. I like the idea that Rock was a Pirate King, though. But I like, like just like just in like a different sense of it though like he was a pirate king because everyone like because to be to be to be pirate king like the entire world has to acknowledge you right Mm -hmm. like that's kind of the the idea behind it um and everyone acknowledged rock as like this fucking terrifying force Mm -hmm. he's technically a king he's a king uh who got taken down by roger and then that's a pretty big deal yeah you know so it's like, but I'm okay with him being just that. Like I am, I am. Like I said, I used to feel this way about Roger. Um, I need a little bit more about Roger now after more stuff has come out. And yeah. obviously, Oda could do the same thing with Rock, and then I would feel like Rock would need, because at some point, to me at least, Oda has to have like an end game character, like a character that is just kind of firmly in this spot. He's not going to divulge a whole bunch of different... Because you could always arrow people out and say, all right, well, this character went over here, met these people, and that's, in the, that's a story. And then he went over here, met these people, and that's a story. At some point, that has to stop with someone. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't expand every single character. Otherwise, you will literally write until you die, and you better hope whoever picks up your slack is as good as, or half as good as you. Well, at, by that point, he's probably done all 900, and all they have to do is do the ending. But one, he Oda knows how this all ends now. He, but I think his ending is him knowing the ending could still not know the end game if that makes sense. Like no, he knows the end game. I, I think he said that he knows. He knows like how this all wraps up and like because he 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 said in an interview like he was toying between like three or four, two or three like possible endings mm-hmm. um but he was he finally he was said in the interviews like i've settled on the end game and the ending and everything and i know how it ends and i'm like okay well that's okay <laughs> no that's that's dope like i said Which means I just, he yeah he knows who's the final well he can know villain. the final boss he can know the final boss he can know the last 10 to 20 chapters, however long that... Well, he set up, like, three possible final bosses, right? Like, you have Blackbeard, you got Blackbeard, uh, Akainu, um, Eam is a possibility now. Like, you know, like, he set up these three different... I think fans have put Colby there. I know we've put Colby there a lot. I've put Kobe there. I think Kobe, though, might be more of, like... I think that might be more of a fan-generated thing than, like... Because Kobe would have to do a lot to catch up. Like, he would yeah. have to do a lot. So, it's hard to say. Like, Eam makes a lot of sense. Because you could technically build your way up to Eam through these three people. Like, you could, between Eam, Akainu, and um, Blackbeard, you could essentially, like, you could fight all three in a way that makes sense to where you get to Eam. I personally think it's Blackbeard. I'm I'm inclined to believe it too, unless. See, and this is the part where like. If Luffy literally brings down Mary Joie, 
like literally brings it down wherever it is floating in the world and he brings it down to earth that's the only way i could see it would make some sense that like in a chronological order he goes from a kainu to blackbeard to eem because eem is is eem is actually racism and classism because he has separated the world and he's like the rest of y'all lived out here there's a certain group of us up here and Luffy beating him at the end, well, I'm probably more inclined to you as a fan, or I'm like, yeah, no, Blackbeard makes the most sense because we have more invested in Blackbeard. There's a lot of story sense for Eam to be at the end. Yeah, I mean, I personally think Eam is kind of like a... Uh, there's In uh, Attack on Titan, they kind of did a uh, like a red herring with the king of the, of the world. Mm-hmm. And I kind of see Eam as, like, this red herring. Um, and, like, the Gorosei are interesting for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to it. Because they've been in it since chapter, what, 20 or whatever, you know? Yeah. Since East Blue, where they were like, oh, someone's making headway in uh Fuck, in they've the... been here for that long. I, I think that. it's been since East Blue. Yeah, I um, mean... Or Arlong, at least. I think yeah, after Arlong. Yeah. They go, why Why is this kid worth 30 mil? <laughs> and then they're talking about how he has D in his name. Um, Damn, Oda. You gave us them niggas how many years ago? Yeah, so the Gorosei are big. I, I, there's a part of me that's like, I think Blackbeard takes out Eam. That's, like, I, I, like it's a red herring. Like, oh, Eames the king of the world, but like, and we think he's a big deal, but he's actually not. Do you think we get to see an Eam fight though? I I don't even know. Or if it it's just... any, if it's like a tag on Titan, it's not even a fight. Like, well, I'm curious because, like, what if? Because then technically, like, I right, let's say there's a like a hypothetical throne room, right? And the throne room could be whatever. Like, it doesn't actually have to be one. Um, and Luffy walks in there thinking Eam is there, and Blackbeard is the one sitting on the throne. Yeah, like would we? I mean, want... Eam could also be like Joy Boy. You know what I mean? Man, Joy but... Boy, is, Joy Boy is so hard. Joy Boy is literally like a thousand theories mixed into one with almost yeah, nothing known be... about him, and it's so hard. I have to. I stay away from Joy Boy theories only because. It could literally be anything. Like, there was no... Yeah, we don't know sh- any... Like, it's hard to theorize this stuff because you're like... There's a part of me that's like, oh, Eam could be Joy Boy because, or Eam could have been the enemy of Joy Boy and that's why he has the straw hat as a trophy. I also don't even know if Joy Boy had a, a straw hat. I don't know what the fuck Joy Boy did. Like... We're basic... Like, his whole character is based off of, like an anime outline right and then the fucking theory guy on youtube <laughs> who just, just happens exploded it. oh my yeah gosh. you know like it's like i don't know i yeah, mean it's... i could i could easily figure it out i just have to read every single chapter again volumes dissect of... word for word and still only have like one yeah joy boy is just he's the only theory character that i i just completely stay away from because there's just too much um 
Yeah, because then it starts getting it, it. It's so far in advance too. Like, I mean, we couldn't even re- think. Like, we're we're still still guessing things with like Kaido. Yeah, you know? and it's like, uh, yeah, Joy Boy's in a different class. Like, he is just the like and, Joy Boy, Joy Boy, Devil Fruits, the Void Century, all that shit. Like, it's all we don't know. And, and they, just, they just don't touch on. It. He hasn't touched on it. There's like nothing. And Joy Boy could be more hyped up. Like I said, that could be something that's like even like the same way Kobe is. That could be something that's honestly just like more hyped up by like the fans and readers. And it's like, oh, fuck, like this dude could be this and this dude could go here and it could be this at the end. It's like, and Oda could literally be like, nah, I just kind of like name dropped Tommy and like he's important, but he's not like the most important. But well, I mean, he, I'm, I've heard that that's what he did with Blackbeard too. He was like, yeah, I have no idea how he got Whitebeard's fruit, but he has it. I'm like, uh, he just did that, huh? I I don't know if Blackbeard was even like. So we also got Blackbeard in this chapter. Just just once again, we're going out of all. We don't we don't go in order here. Blackbeard's um, in this chapter. Where Blackbeard is in this chapter for like two seconds. Yeah, but it gives you it gives you a time frame on what was going on back then because Blackbeard's still a part of the crew, and yeah, this is like at the end of Ace's first year, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's funny though because Blackbeard and, and I don't have once again I don't have we don't have concrete evidence on any of this shit let's be clear yeah. here uh, but after speculation when they've shown us Whitebeard's ship in the past there's a clear area where the commanders and Whitebeard are and where kind of everyone else is and so for Teach to be in that area with all of the commanders and Whitebeard compared to everybody else when he was not a, he was not a commander he wasn't even thought to be like super strong he was just he had a weird body that was our that was our info on him homie's body is weird yeah so for him to be there it's like i well no no no. he's been with the family for so long though like if you look at old pictures of that crew like when they were fighting roger like he's a little kid and he has like his little like slashy things you know i mean yeah but hey man did Roger even acknowledge Buggy? Did we ever figure that out? Did Roger ever acknowledge Buggy? I think Rayleigh did. <laughs> I'm like, there's like two flashes. Did Roger acknowledge Shanks at all? Yes. That part that part we've seen. Oh yeah. No, no, we yeah. haven't seen it. We can assume because Shanks has the hat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have nothing to go off of. Buggy's like, ah, Buggy was a part of the Roger Pirates, and it's like, what the fuck did he did Roger know Buggy was a part of the Roger Pirates? Like like Rayleigh did. Rayleigh's like, oh, my friend Buggy. And, and even that, it's like, Rayleigh was drunk, man. <laughs> Rayleigh was drunk. Um, Wait, so I got to run to the bathroom. Uh, wh- before, I don't know how much longer you want to keep doing this, but I kind of want to segue into this other topic. We'll say when the other top once you get back from the bathroom, that'll be our closing no, no, segment no, no. for the year. Okay. Uh yeah, okay. I'll be right back. All right. Whoa. Go to the bathroom. Go take a piss.
All right. So, I'm back. Justin. Yes, sir. Last topic of 2020. 20. We're talking Boruto now. Okay. And I sent you something from the most recent chapter. Yes. Where Sasuke loses, maybe loses the Renegon. Okay, what happened, like, right at, is it, like, visibly shown it's not there? Or did you get stabbed in uh, he gets stabbed in the eye and he's like doing this on the ground. Okay. Um, we've already talked about Kishimoto retaking. Yes, he's like taking over taking Boruto back over in very in a very Toriyama way, Amen. taking it back. Um, what does it take for you to get back into the Naruto universe and start reading Boruto? Oh fuck. What what has to happen? Because I don't know if Sasuke and Naruto are making it out of February of next year. Like what is it what does it take? Final topic of twenty twenty. So this hurts. And this this hurts because yeah. like I don't think people realize, like, man, I don't think people realize, like, how much I love that world. Like, not just the characters that we, not just the story we got, not just the characters we got, but just how fucking cool that entire world is. Um, we talked about it before, where, like, if that world was expanded, it'd be so much fucking better. Like, you got five villages and all these nations and all these lands, and they gave us a structure of a political system that they never fucking expanded on. They gave us. Oh my gosh, like I, I love that world. I don't know what it would take for me to get back into it. And I'm not trying to cop out and give a shitty answer. Yeah. I would need I would need a villain that I'm interested in. And the problem with the villain that you described to me without spoiling to anybody, I give almost zero fucks about Boruto. Outside of the movie. We get oh let's this is a spoilery podcast. We Go talk about it. One Piece. So we might as well spoil it. Absolutely spoil, spoil it. the fuck out of it. And if so, you're listening, get fucked. Yeah, if you're if you're listening, just end the podcast. It was a pleasure talking yeah. to you guys for uh, this horrific year. Uh, but in this most recent chapter, chapter 53, uh, Ishiki comes back. And that's the guy. I think his name's Ishiki. Uh, I don't know. Fair. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I gotta pull it up. I broke my computer. Anyway, the guy, the the god that Boruto beats at the end of uh, the movie it actually like ended up possessing Boruto to a, a feat, to a, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. In a way to self like survive mm-hmm. uh, the planetary Rasengan or whatever. Um, that seed is now grown, and Boruto is possessed by this god who's trying to resurrect himself. And in doing so, uh, waits for Naruto and Sasuke to be near death with their fight with, uh, after their fight with Kaguya again. Not Kaguya, but like 
the the person that Kaguya was building an army against. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So they they beat him, but they're near death, and then this fool comes out and stabs Sasuke in the eye, taking out the Renegon, presumably. I mean, I've seen I've seen guys get stabbed. I, like I'm like my favorite thing. I read the comments and they're like, "Damn, Uchiha's just can't hold on to their eyes for shit." Uh, yeah, no, definitely. It it it, it sucks because like it would say, I didn't even say this. Like I don't know if I'm actually interested in the Utsutsuki because for my experience with them as a non Boruto reader slash watcher. I've got like 20 chapters <laughs> and they weren't yeah. the best. <laughs> um, yeah. It's definitely one of those things. It's one of those manga that definitely isn't good. Like I actually enjoy the anime better for at least the tuning exams. I think the anime does very, very well. Um. Like, the first three volumes are basically the movie again. And then it goes to Ninja Credit Card, which I'll never, ever forget. This guy had a Ninja Credit Card, a Visa Black, or something. And and then it jumps into, you get to see Ao again. And they just got here in the anime, so that's interesting. And you get to see, uh, once you get to Kawaki, I think it picks up a little bit. I think Kawaki is an interesting character that we'll get more of. See, you would have... Especially if I, especially if my theory is correct, uh... I think Kawaki straight up dies and the the god that Boruto beats after the tuning exams takes over Kawaki's body. That's my theory. And then there's also now Robot Jiraiya running around, which I'm not... I knew that wouldn't sell you on it. But Robot Jiraiya is running around, and I think he takes Boruto's, and they go on a training arc because things aren't. But we actually get to see the training arc. <laughs> Robot Jiraiya, you remember when I tried to like sell you on watching, and it's a piece of shit, but it was a really good laugh for twenty minutes. The fucking, Ball. Nah, there's no fuck you. The shitty ass fucking Mecha Naruto episode. Or Homer just straight up pulls out a fucking rocket launcher and shoots Kakashi. That's some bullshit. That is, of course. That's you just told me bullshit. Robot Jiraiya. That's all I have for context. Yeah. Robot, well, kind of Robot Jiraiya. Like Cyborg Jiraiya. Oh my gosh. No, is he a clone? I said an aneurysm. <laughs> He's like a clone of Jiraiya. He's like a robot clone of Jiraiya. It's not... Anyway, there's like two chapters where they just like dump truck this information on you and you're like, fuck, bro, come on. Why is Jiraiya alive? See, that's that's a problem. 
So so here's here's what you would actually need. I, I think I figured out is you would need a character I could be emotionally invested in because that's how that world works. Like yeah, Naruto has a um, um, a very common term is like hives. Like a bunch of like artists, music artists have hives or celebrities have hives. And Naruto has hives. Like there is a Rock Lee hive. People love him. There is a Sasuke hive. There's a Naruto hive. There's a Jiraiya. Like there are so many characters you can pick at and be like, oh, I really fuck with this character so I can follow this character in the story and see what they do. Um, even Orochimaru, especially the beginning. Like people forget how cool Orochimaru and scary he was when he first popped up. Like yeah. he, he completely, he deteriorates as a character because the world around him just gets too fast. But when he first showed up, like he was terrifying. He was weird. He was creepy. There was a lot to. There was a lot there. Yeah. Um. Uh. The, the you know, Kakashi's got to like. I just don't know if I go watch Boruto. I don't know who I care about because I don't think I even care enough about adult Naruto or Sasuke. Where I'm like, what is their thing? I'm looking for them to accomplish as adults. Like they got pretty resolved stories as teenagers. Yeah, you know, that's why I'm like, I'm not, I'm more sold on Boruto if Kishimoto takes over because he did make those three characters, Mitsuki, Sarada, and, Absolutely. Uh, and, and that's... Boruto. You know, I, there's a, my theory is he, I don't know if he did Kawaki. I don't know. Um, I... I don't know if he did Kawaki. I, I, but I know oh, that's so cool though. I, I will say they've act like Naruto has like this one suicidal form. That's pretty sick. Um, and it's like Naruto at his most powerful, <laughs> but he like expunge, he, he loses chakra at such a rapid rate. He, he could actually die being in that form. Does that fool ever lose all his chakra? Uh, no, because he did survive. But um, That's it. There you go. But what, it's like... Love Naruto, but that is definitely... They also, they also describe this new thing as nuclear fusion. And I'm like... That's neat. Whoa. I, I mean, it looks sick. Hold on, I'll screen share. It looks sick, that his new form. Oh, wait, I can't. Oh, I didn't give you the access to the screen share. Give me a second. Right. Um, he, he, I will say this. Um, the let's live on YouTube. It's hard for me to sell Boruto because Boruto is like genuinely not that good of a story. I I think it now has bones. Now that the main creator is taking it over. That is a real thing. And that part I will also give is, like I said, a character I'm emotionally invested in. And I will give I, the guy who has the most emotional investment out of me is Kishimoto because of the characters that he wrote. And so I'm not going to, I don't think at any point he stopped being able to write characters. Why is he not fucking writing me a timeline? Yeah. Um, so I will, I will say that I'll be optimistic that Boruto might be, but I might, if I get into Boruto, I'm not going to lie. I might just fast forward to a lot of the beginning shit. I don't know if I have the wherewithal to put myself through that. Yeah. Um, well, especially like the art style at that point is like, it's the art has definitely evolved like 
insanely evolved. Um, I just remember like when I got, when I got to see Sasuke for the first time, I was like, why does this guy look like a queer? I mean, excuse, you're gonna have to bleep that. But like, you know, he, he it was like, Sasuke looked like a woman. It was very strange. No, I, I get it. Like I said, it's it's going to be one of those things like, will I ever be like a hardcore Boruto crazy fan? Oh my gosh, please, I love this shit. No, I, I, I just, I, I'm not there. And the other thing too with Boruto is like, Boruto has to kind of wait in line because there's shit I'm behind on. There's shit like, um, we're planning on getting caught up on my hero, at least anime wise, um, over this like little break for Christmas that we have. Um, okay. And like, there's just other shit that, Boruto was on a back burner and it's not even like on an anticipated back burner. Like it, it'll be tough, especially. And I don't want to compare these two in, in this sense. Cause I do think they are two different quality of shows. Even if they both have, even if one definitely has its flaws, but I love it so much is I think there is something about time and place with a lot of these shows. I can't promise I would have loved Naruto if I started Naruto at twenty one, twenty two. I, and I, I, and yeah. I read it through until I was 30-something. I don't know if I'd have the same feelings about it. Um, I would say it with Dragon Ball. Like, I, it doesn't – when you watch Dragon Ball as, like, a 9-year-old or 10-year-old, and it's, like, the first time you get to see, like, dudes, like, punching the shit out of each other and going super fast, and there's beams and shit. Like, it's just cooler as a 9-year-old. There's just – there's just no 9. That's like, oh, fuck, I've never seen this before. Like, yeah. my, my other example is, like, the fucking Simpsons, and Homer's not doing this. Um, and so – with Boruto starting at the point it did in my life, I'm like at 22, 23. And it was, like I said, I like the movie. Um, even though the movie is more moments than actually good movie. Um, yeah. It's, it's just like hard. I, said, I think, I think that arc in the anime is more interesting than the movie. That's Cause yeah. I mean, it definitely, I, I personally think it's done better in the, in the anime because I mean, Boruto wins the tournament versus like he wins a specific match and then he just gets caught cheating and then the tournament gets cut. No, no, no. This fool literally wins the tournament. <laughs> well, the tournament didn't just get cut. They kind of exploded. Like, but, like, but like, I love way- that moment though. The scene of all of like the old, the originals, like getting to defend the arena was cool as fuck. Yeah. Oh no, it's cool. I like in the anime though. Boruto fights Gara's adopted kid, mm-hmm. who Gara got to actually like work with one on one to like work like master his abilities, and like you know that that didn't happen with Boruto. Yeah. So it's the idea that there is that contrast that's really really interesting. That's. Cool. Uh, but again, like the the, the fucking manga is a lot. <laughs> it's yeah it'll be it, it, it'll be tough i, I will get, just because of how i feel about kishimoto i will give it a chance um i was watching um <clears throat> funny thing here is i was watching so uh, team four star and i love team four star they did dragon ball z a bridge they did helsinger bridge they put out stuff on twitch all the time um they always do a db sember and they write down like their top 12 whatever moments and so uh, one time it was top 12 Dragon Ball movies, top 12 uh, techniques. This year it's top 12 transformations. 
And it's great because they are critical at the same time admitting like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, I love this. But this is also, you know, this is what's wrong with it. Yeah. Um, and so tomorrow's number one. And it's, it's hard to, dis, to dispute what the number one in Dragon Ball is if you're doing top 12 transformations. Like they even, they did the number two today, which number two was Ultra Instinct. And they're like, this is really fucking cool. And they only really, if they just fucked up this one thing, but if they did this differently, it'd be number one, except it can't be number one because we know what number one is. And with Naruto, there is moments and th- like there are things where, yeah, you could be critical of it, but there was things that just undisputedly worked. Um, like, I don't love the whole, if you want to be critical about it, I don't love the whole pain arc. But there was things about pain that just fucking worked. Him blowing up the village just fucking worked. Him killing yeah. Jiraiya just fucking I, worked. I, I, the Kishimoto took risks even though like he he didn't in a lot of his storytelling like towards the end i don't think he took like that as many risks like mm-hmm. oh cool you killed neji what has neji done recently yeah um uh but like he also was like oh i killed off um you know he wasn't afraid to kill off shikamaru's dad and ino's dad and yeah, I no. thought Owl got killed too, but um, like he wasn't afraid to that, kill right. off characters. In this, so it's it is knowing that Kishimoto is taking over for presumably Naruto's death. I think is appropriate because yeah, he he, no, he does know how to kill off a character in a very he's done good it once way, or twice, you know. Um, whereas like if you look at One Piece, I'm like I'm a little skeptical. And like Oda literally could just start like taking like going and you're dead and you're dead and oh, yeah. you're dead and you're dead. <laughs> you know, like if he wanted to, is a ship full of main characters that just blows up. Like, yeah, sure, cool. He could do that, but I don't see him ever doing that. Nah, he, he, he won't. Like, not even kind of. It's the only like Boruto didn't take risks in the first fifty three chapters. Or in the chapters leading up to the Kawaki stuff. Um, I think resurrecting Jiraiya was not a good choice. I don't think that's a good choice. I think that's just unimaginative. Uh, Only Jiraiya resurrection I ever want to see, and it's because I I I saw it on Instagram, is there is a cool fan-made one, which I'm only for because, yes... There is something to the moment of a reanimated Jiraiya, like blood crying when he sees Naruto's face on the stone statue, but that's literally the extent I want to see of it. So I got to see a fan made version of it. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm good. I don't need this to ever be real. I don't want this to be real. This is just kind of like a little good feel good moment to see on Instagram for 30 seconds and be done with it. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be any story's done. If your story is done, it's okay to die. Yeah, like, I hate resurrection. Yeah, remember, remember, that's like a big no-no for me is resurrection. Because it's just, it's not unless it is literally just your end game. It's not worth, and it doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't sit. Yeah. I don't even like. I don't even like uh, all the the past characters that came back in the war arc. <laughs> that, I hate. I I I don't like. Show I only me. Only liked 
I only liked it for some parts. They I should have just... taken that time to focus only on the characters from other villages to highlight other characters from other villages. I agree. The only I don't... village people I wanted those. I like. I did like Sai's brother as an introduction. Cause I think that's a good tone setter for that kind of thing. Why though? What was his purpose? Because that will. It's so Sai's story sucked. Just let's just be fair. Side story sucks. So that's not the most interesting story to tell, but it at least sets a precedent of, oh, we're trying to mind fuck you this whole war by bringing back your dead relatives. And size is a good starting point for that. And the only other Leaf Village person, because I, I still, I, oh, I have mad beef with, um, what's my man's name? The only Japanese man named Dan ever. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm sorry, but like, Dan makes no sense, and uh, Sai's brother makes no sense. Like, we're talking, we need to talk about, like, actual, like, powerful people. You know, like... Madara's like, from the Leaf. <laughs> like, Madara's from the Leaf. Like, it, it's, I don't know, like, Asuma made sense because he's part of, like, the Twelve. Yeah. And Zabuza makes sense. Because he's interesting. Zabuza and Haku make sense. Yeah. Um, because of the interesting Gekkenkai and stuff. But, like, check out, like, the other villages and stuff, you know? Like, oh. Uh, like, what they did with the uh, Kinkaku and Ginkaku fight. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I don't know. Who are these guys? I'm sure every village has some, like, crazy character like this. No, I, we, we, I agree with you on that part. I, I wish... Like I don't need to see Han the Salamander show up again. I don't need I don't need the Han. What a useless fucking character, especially yeah, someone like, that's I supposed don't... to be crazy. Yeah, I was like, this guy doesn't add anything to the story. Like seeing the OG um... Kage. Yeah, that's one. But seeing the OG Swordsman of the Mist. Yes, that's is dope. cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Finding out how they died is pretty cool too. <laughs> yes. But um Gar's yeah, dad, seeing, seeing the seven swordsmen is cool and interesting. I but no not not fucking that's why I'm like, stay away from resurrection. It's not interesting. It doesn't add anything. I agree. I like, hey, I don't even like spirit, like just being alongside as a spirit. I know some shows do that where it's like, all right, they're not really there, but their spirit's still following you. I don't like that shit. Yeah, I that's just, it's, odd. Like, if they're dead, they're dead. Like, it's just, my only. Just kill them off. Re- re- resurrection is such a. Um, if you like resurrection, go fuck yourself. Um, if re- resurrection is such a bad trope um like i said outside of endgame so all my it can be interesting you can totally make resurrection interesting it's just like most people can't and so it's better to just not do resurrection no i agree um so uh, let let me say this i'll say two that i one that i think did it really well and one that i think did it terrible and the one that did it terrible i hate because it's the only thing i dislike about that show um, is Genkai should still be dead. I like the idea yeah. of her talking through the spirit animal um, and delivering that message. I loved that because that was already established that you could go, you could talk between the spirit world and the normal world. 
but she had no reason to come back. She doesn't do anything the remainder of the show. She's she's only there because Yusuke just can't handle her being it's dead. Just a, which it's is just shitty. a feel good thing, you know. Like, I mean, it also like cheapens things. So like One Piece with the uh, with the dad with uh, with uh, put not pudding um, bomb pound pound oh. being alive really mm-hmm. bugs me. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, why, why is Pound alive? You're saying Oven didn't kill this fool? (laughs) This guy's weak as shit. Who saved Pound? (laughs) It sucks. It's like, um, I will say the the coolest resurrection story, um, and I, I don't remember. I, I got Richard to watch. I don't remember if I got you to watch though. Do you ever watch Helsing Ultimate, like the real show, not the abridged? Okay, so. They did something that I still to this day think is super interesting. And now Helsing does a lot of very unorthodox stuff. A, they're extremely over the top in terms of gore and death count. Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, if you're on that show, you have every right to fucking die. Um, <laughs> which, is, which is hard to do because you kill off so many people, it's hard to make it impactful. And no one comes back besides yeah. the very last one. So they're just dead. Um, they also not only have the main character is an anti-hero, the main character is also absurdly overpowered. Like it's established episode one, the main character is the strongest thing on this planet and you're not killing him. Yeah. So the end of Helsing Ultimate is, oh, I thought this was so fucking cool. I just, I just, um, I got Ryan to start, my little cousin to start watching it and he's on episode <laughs> three and I'm like, you're in for a, f-. him and his girlfriend both watch it. And I was like, you're in for a fucking blast. Just, just don't get attached to characters because yeah everyone dies (laughs) everyone's dying um the so the way they kill it is alucard is essentially at this point he's borderline immortal because the more blood he's like if he sucks in if he sucks your blood or takes in your blood yeah he also gains your life so if you were to shoot him in the head and kill him he essentially just takes a life off right and homie ate the entire ottoman empire uh, which historically yeah. is hilarious because there is there's people that believe that shit to be true that the Ottoman Empire was actually attacked by Dracula. Um, if you want to deep dive in really weird parts of the internet, I highly recommend Dracula versus Ottoman Empire. Oh my um, god! <laughs> and so, homie has like three million plus lives, and the guy that wants to kill him is like, "How do you kill the thing that doesn't die?" So he creates the Cheshire Cat in the form of a person. What is the trick about the Cheshire cat? It's here and it's there. It's alive. It's dead. It exists and doesn't exist all simultaneously. Yeah. And the um, mythology of the Cheshire cat is it only does it while people aren't paying attention to it. If you look at it, it just stays in one place. So what they do is they create the Cheshire cat as Alucard is absorbing because there's just massive war and essentially everyone in London is dead. And so he's literally sucking up London. The dude that's a Cheshire cat cuts his head off. And Alucard sucks in his blood. And then Alucard goes, oh my gosh, I exist, but I don't exist. I'm here, but I'm not there. Times three million plus people and just phases out of the world because he can't, he can't deal with it. Like three yeah. million people all in one body that don't know where they are. And he... Like he goes away. He um, not explodes, but essentially like, he turns to dust and goes away. And it's like, oh shit, he's just dead. I cool. That's 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 how you kill the guy who can't die. 
and it, and he's gone for an episode and a half. And at the very end of the show, he comes back and um, it, 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 he breaks into his old home, essentially. And okay. homegirl, who was his master, shoots him in the face because that's what you do when someone breaks into your home. You shoot him yeah, in the face. That's fair. <laughs> and they explain how he came back, which is um, because he was everywhere and nowhere – but while still in his mind, he essentially had to kill everyone that was sharing that body with him. So he had to kill the other 3 million plus people said the only thing in his conscience was himself and the cat. And huh. they're like, oh shit, you figured it out. And he's like, no, because I can't drink blood no more. Because I can't invite anybody else into my body without losing my shit. So... He got resurrected, and the guy that wanted him dead, who was essentially Hitler scientist, beat Dracula because Dracula huh. could no longer he could no longer suck him in his blood. He could no longer kill anyone because if he ever did it again, he'd go away. Huh? And I thought that was a super fucking cool way of because and the dude who was the scientist that figured it out he gets shot in the head too and he dies. Um, everybody dies in that fucking show. Rule yeah, number no, one, everyone's dead. Everybody dies. But I thought it was cool because, like, you have the anti-hero who does technically lose because he can't do what he's supposed to do, and but he still came back. And yeah. shout out to Helsing, man. Great show, 10 episodes. It's a fantastic – 10 and a half hours of your life. It's fantastic. Although they go a little over the overboard with Nazi werewolves. Um, but I'll let Nazi you guys – Nazi werewolf? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> They also have a brutal shot in, like, episode seven. Um, there's a dude who's just essentially – I think the writer did this intentionally because he heard from the fans that no one really liked this character and they were annoying <laughs> as fuck. But instead of killing him off, because this character actually made it to the end, they had a dude take a pistol with an extension on it that basically it, – the extension – the fucking ext- – the barrel extension was, like, the size of a rifle. And <laughs> homie – shit. The annoying dude said something and then went, what? And the fucking gun was up to his cheek and homie shot and blasted all his teeth and right and ripped his mouth open, but didn't kill him. And then the nice. dude who shot him threw him a first aid kit. <laughs> and said, fucking fix yourself. God damn it. That's how you kill a character that nobody likes. You just shut them up forever. Yeah, dude, that's what they did with uh, Deadpool in what that one uh, shitty X-Men movie. They, like, sewed up his mouth, and you're like, wait, but that's who Deadpool is. Deadpool talks. He's <laughs> <laughs> dead. Uh, um, shout out to everybody that listened this year. Um, we got, I think by the end of it, we were probably going, like, per episode, just a little under 100 people per episode towards the end of this so super nice. shout out to you guys for listening um shout out to anyone that's listened to any of the shows AM, real big three hard file radio uh appreciate it 2020 i understand sucked for the majority of like everyone yeah uh, but i'm glad that even in the midst of sucking you took the time to come listen to two nerds talk about shit um one piece is fantastic we know this um i went to try next year um and I know I've said this before, but I really do have a goal of the getting to live streaming um, next year when we do this, um, which will be funny because I'm going to have to have like a 
a maybe bleep button or just, you know, say fuck it, maybe it'll just get canceled. We we might need a bleep button. Um <laughs> so looking forward to that. Um yeah, man, look looking forward to a bunch of stuff. I'm gonna get my schedule a little more concrete so I can actually like plan out stuff and know that it's for sure going to happen. Um, I'm not trying to duck or not do certain things, but when you get told at seven o'clock at night you're starting at three thirty in the morning, you know, you have to move around some stuff. So, so I'm trying, um, but super glad to come here to talk. Uh, it is a great form of, it's just fun. It's just fun. Like for nothing else but that, it's fun. Um, glad that you enjoyed listening to it. Or if you just listened because you hate everything we said and think we're stupid, your view and listen counts the same. So I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, holy shit! <laughs> like, if you if you really want to sit through and listen to it and just call me call us idiots, fine. But like, leave a like down below. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, you make, sure, make can you tell us that every week? Fuck, fuck, leave a dislike down below. Nigga, engagement is engagement. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. I, I'm sorry. That's that. This is not an anime, right? I just hate people that go like, "Oh my gosh, I hate this shit so much." Then why the fuck are you here every day? <laughs> yeah, dude. Hi, key. Like, why would you just go and intentionally watch something you hate? Fucking weirdo. Um, I don't got anything else to say. You got any parting messages for the year? Nah, man. This interesting year, man. Excited for 2021. That's a fact. Um, Pelicans just won the basketball games. So that's cool. Um, is basketball back? Basketball is kind of. We, three games already got suspended because of COVID, but we're not going to talk about that. Put them um, back in the bubble. It's they, they might need to, fam. They was already at the strip club. Um, shout out to <laughs> God. This is a funny take. Shout out to the strip club that literally got a federal judge involved, and so <laughs> like. Like you just gotta give props sometime, man. This dude just wanted to, to shake. This dude just wanted his employees to shake ass in front of people's faces, and he got a federal judge involved saying we shouldn't be shut down during COVID because COVID has nothing to do with strip clubs. Props to You're you, right. bro. Props to you. <laughs> I, I I don't even know the entirety of the story. I am not. I am. If you are coming here for your source and your facts, don't. Because I'm just talking shit. But that was fucking hilarious. A strip club got a federal judge. Oh, it's just the world we live in. 2020, man. What a fascinating year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There was um, uh, there was literally restaurants because that came down Tuesday at 1 o'clock. And there was literally restaurants that were like, oh, shit, we can be open. And they were dead ass pulling all their tables and chairs outside and going, fuck this shit. You want to eat? You want to eat? Come on. Come sit down, fucker. <laughs> Rebellion. Like, oh, it's, oh it's, it's starting. Oh, it, it already has. Like they had, it got overruled, and they're still having. They're still serving people outside. Yeah, like people now, don't the, give a shit. The big guys won't do it. Like you go to like an Applebee's, Denny's, or fucking uh, like a major chain, they won't do it because they have other legal obligations and they'll lose their right to ownership. But yeah. if you got a little mom and pop shop in the middle of Santee, dog, you was you was eating out. You are eating outside. Oh, fuck, yeah. Fuck, fuck, like, <laughs> like, it's just, it's, oh, my gosh, it's so funny. Like, prayers to anyone that's had COVID affect your life. Prayers to anyone that, like, you lost your job this year or, like, crazy shit happened. Um, but 
2021. And if we know anything that astrology has taught us, which is, of course, the way we live <laughs> our lives by, as soon as you magically go from December 31st to January 1st, time time's irrelevant. Why, why would anything – once we get to January 1st, COVID's actually not real anymore. That was just a 2020 thing. That's a fad, 2020 fad. It's not going to be in 2021. Life's going to be great. Your New Year's resolution is going to work out. You're going to finally go to the gym, get in shape, get your life together, get that good paying job. Nah. <laughs> Strategy. Not, not, not at all. I'm an Aries. I don't know what the fuck I am. I think I'm a Virgo. Yeah, I'm a Virgo. I'm so I don't know. I haven't looked at the stars recently. So. Stars, whatever. I, don't, I can't afford stars in HBO, so I just I stuck with HBO. Smart man. I just got um, cause our Disney Plus thing ended for the whole like the Verizon giving us the free year. So now yeah. I got the twelve for twelve bucks or twelve ninety nine. I got Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and um, some other little sports shit that they sold with it. So oh really? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'll fuck with that because ESPN Plus has like some cool docs and shit. You still have cable? No, I gave right. up cable like a year plus ago. Yeah. Cause I get to cheat. Um, Cox, don't listen to this. So, because my aunt pays for cable, oh. and if I go to this, you know, when you go to like a, one of the streaming apps, they'll ask you like, hey, type in your shit. And if you don't have cable, they tell you, you can't watch this program. Yeah. Unless you use her information and it's like, oh, you do pay for cable, bro. I got you. That's how I finished Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's how I got caught up on Game of Thrones. I was it's, like, I, I used our friends as a it's cable clutch. package. It's clutch. The only thing they won't let you do, and this is for certain shows, um, they actually, I didn't know this is a thing. For some shows, they'll tell you, you have to be in the same house as the Wi-Fi. And I'm like, oh, oh I've heard of that. Like, you yeah, motherfucker, I, like, you must really love this show. Like, y'all protecting this bitch. It's, <laughs> uh, it's nuts. Hey, man, with that being said, I got to go get some food because I've same. had, like, literally, I think, six chips and a Dr. Pepper today. Oh, so that's good. We, yeah. That's good. So, so Healthy. We don't, super healthy i'm about to go get some chinese mm. food oh that sounds lit yeah so we'll be back right now we'll be back next year appreciate all of y'all um and we're gonna see you next time see you dudes